close my eyes A minute more the sun will rise And paint the bright blue sky with yellow gold Howdy folks, uh, that's right, we're finally back with Well hi there, welcome back to our uh, simple little country podcast here We're just a couple of, couple of folks from back on the farm We're just some uh, friendly, friendly neighbors dropping by to tell you about this here book we read It was that's, quite, a, quite a treat indeed, I do declare That's right Cletus, we, uh, we just came around, uh, figured we'd pop our heads in We were in the uh, neighborhood so to speak And uh, well, figured we'd tell you uh, yeah, about this yeah. here book Um so why don't you sit yourselves right down right there? You don't, y'all don't mind if I chomp on my fried possum while you talk. No, no, no. Go right ahead. Uh, now then. Uh, my throat's a little dry. Yeah, I feel past that possum. clear moonshine. Probably, probably some of the best possum I ever ate. Mm. Well, mm, I really don't know. That one we had back in 94 was uh, pretty good when uh, old Grandpa hit him with the uh, cement mixer. He was uh, operating. Ah. <laughs> uh. Hey, that was a quality cement mixer. Mm. It was a quality possum, too. Yeah. You yeah. uh, you rigged that possum on that cement mixer just right, and you can use a lot of fire underneath, use it as a rotisserie. Oh, that's that's good stuff right that's, there. I that's some you good what. vittles. That is some good vittles. Dog, go fetch me a beer. That dog, yo, that dog's worthless. Never mind. Dog, don't fetch me uh, a beer. Welcome back to Book Club. Yes, uh, yeah, welcome back to Book Club. It's another edition of Book Club, and I, I must apologize. Um, it's been a lengthy time off between episodes, a season break there. Well, you know, when global pandemics happen. Yeah, and, and really it's my fault. It's it's really my fault, you see. Um, yeah. I, we finished Gordon Corman Schooled, and honestly, I was just, I was so positive. I was so sure that the book had a sequel, because it had to have. The way it ended it with that cliffhanger... It had oh, to. Oh, yes, yes. And every time we came uh, to report another back club, to vengeance. I had to find out that we, there was, in fact, no schooled sequel. And I was once again disappointed and had to uh, had to take a, take some time for myself. So, <laughs> Is that why it took so Jake long? Jake has brought remember? me back here. and uh, we've, we've so I seem about, to recall it's just me being lazy. That's how I remember it happening. Not how I remember, man. Not how I remember. <laughs> Okie doke. Mm. Well, folks, it's been a time. It has. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope you're all uh, relatively sane compared to the last time we spoke to you. Mm. Uh, whenever that was. What was that, February, I think? I believe so. Yeah, something like that. McLean, why don't you fill the audience in on uh, what we're going to be reading for these next few episodes? I'll do my best, so I think you might be more qualified. Um <clears throat> Hold on. Well, I, I was just wanting an excuse to snack on some possum for a minute. Well, that's fair. Talk. That's fair. Uh, I'll try to try to give a bit of a brief description here. Um, uh, now, every time we, we read a book on this podcast, uh, as they're directed at young adults, I kind of have trepidations about them since I just assume that I'm not going to enjoy that. But when I see a book that's touted by critics... As saying, you're next to the fault in our stars. I know. I know this is going to be another banger. This is not a Jonathan Green book, however. This this little ditty, this little novel, comes to us from the uh, from the mind of one Jennifer Nevan. Don't, don't mind the uh, noise on my end. I was just fishing out a 
I tossed food to a dog and it bounced off the dog's nose and went under a desk and I had to find it. And so that was that noise you heard. Thank you for uh, listening to my story. Continue. Thank you, Jake. This uh, this work is by Jennifer Nivan. It uh, details the struggles of a, young, Niven, but okay. of a young couple that uh, come to meet uh, at a very special time in their lives. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to... Right, I'll take over. Look, look, here's the thing. It's a very romantic Fault in our tale. Fault got big. About, you recall. Um, you recall Fault, Fault in our stars got really big, okay? And so it spawns, a, it spawns this new... Well, it's not a completely new genre because, you know, books like it existed before. But boy, oh boy, did it spawn a trend of uh, what, what, what they call sick lit literature. Uh, books about kids with uh, mental illness That's or, right. or that cancer. That does not mean sick, something. man. Really, it really overtook... It really overtook the uh, old uh, young adult fiction. It used to be all about you know vampires and werewolves, and it was all about dystopian futures and and stuff like that. But now it's just I'm dying or I have a mental illness. Cry now, <laughs> man. When Jonathan Grin hit the hit the payload with the Fault in Our Stars, every single other young adult author did too. Apparently, hmm. they knew just... how to cash in. Here's the thing, and I don't. People defend this uh, genre. I, I've had friends who defend this genre. People I know who say, "Oh well, but it, but it helps like kids who are actually sick. You know, they need some. They need to. They need to read about people they relate to." Uh, I am of the opinion and the position that uh, if if you're struggling with something, or if you if you have a mental illness, or if you're struggling with cancer, I think immersing yourself in literature about other people with cancer who are going through it who are dealing with it in a really bad way, like, I don't think that's healthy, man. I don't think that's a good thing to do. Like, if you were suicidal and you were reading books about kids who were suicidal and then kill themselves, maybe don't do that. Not, not that that might be a bad that idea. That's what this book is about, but... <laughs> Spoiler. Okay. Hmm. See, I don't want to come off as insensitive here, because... This is what we're record. This is why I wanted to record the intro episode mm-hmm, to this to mm-hmm. explain. Look, this is not about. I'm, we're doing this book. It's just. It's, there's going to be elements of uh, suicide in it, right? Um, we're going to suicide and mental illness, and I think we're going to mostly gloss over those parts. Uh, not because it doesn't matter. It does, but I think from an author's from from the perspective of the author, that's just the it's the it's the selling point. To it's it's the hook. Uh, we're trying to look past the hook and look at the actual quality of the writing, like the actual story itself. Um, so we're gonna tr- pr- probably gonna brush aside most of the the stuff about mental health. And I'm gonna and and I think this this book specifically. Um, I think there are a lot of people uh, in reviews for it. Nah, I have to go find them now. I should have been more more prepared. Please, Jay. In reviews for it, talking about how uh, this is not <laughs> this is a horrible way to represent mental illness. Uh, I think one review was saying like the the characters just become the illnesses like they're just like a walking illness and it's just ugh. um yeah uh hold on a second i'm gonna find the book uh do we even mention the name of it yet uh i don't think we <laughs> Sorry, have no. i mentioned the author name <laughs> the book is yes yeah, so the book is called all the bright places by jennifer niven i'm told by the cover that it is um, now a netflix film Oh wow! That, okay. and, and as you know, Netflix so, has yeah. a reputation for cranking out only the most quality films directed at young adult audiences. 
When the uh, descriptive blurb for your book, when the first five words of the blurb is The Fault in Our Stars, hmm, I'm a little suspicious. The Fault in Our Stars meets Eleanor and Park, that's a book we should do, uh, in this exhilarating and heart-wrenching love story by the girl who learns to live from a boy who intends to die. Hmm. Yes, yeah. So, um, I'm going to find that thing I was looking up earlier. Of course, most of the reviews for it are going to be five stars from teenagers who are like, OMG, I cried so hard. Uh, yeah, the characters weren't people. This is just a few reviews I was reading. That was that sounded like, yeah, this sounds right. The characters weren't people, just mental illnesses put into bodies. Quirky, but in reality, mentally ill isn't cool. Nobody treated the characters' problems like they were real problems. Uh, let's see here. This book has been bothering me for a while, and honestly, I thought I loved it when I like. And I, and I and I know, guys, you can find negative reviews about every single book, but I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to explain, um, I'm trying to explain the angle we're taking on this from like the mental health perspective. The book the book's been bothering me for a while. Um, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's really struck me. The characters did become their illnesses, and while depression really is all consuming and can make you feel like you're made up of not molecules but sadness, I feel that a book about depression should show that there is more to people than their illnesses. It makes me sad these characters were defined by their illnesses. The adults in the book didn't give a flying fig about what was going on with them. This book does not do a good job of portraying mental illness. It gives no hope and leaves the reader with a false image of a depressed person being nothing more than their depression. Romanticizes mental illness, etc. So, like, you get the idea, right? I don't think this is a very, this is not a healthy way to handle this topic. It is very much a cash in on the Fault in Our Stars. This book's gonna make you cry, thing. And I, maybe I'm not giving it a chance. I haven't read. That's it yet, fair. Course, um, I did read the author's note where the author uh, Jennifer Nevan uh, talked how uh, depression and suicide has affected her and people she has known in her okay. life. So let's, I feel like this, let's be honest. I understand. Yeah, I, she's, I'm just okay. gonna say I feel she's, like, like this justifying might be... like I've I've experienced this, guys. Like I've not I not I've experienced, but I know people who've gone through. It. Well, guess what? I think most people have. I don't think that's a very good like I'm qualified to write about this because I know someone who. I I know people who have struggled with this stuff. Okay, like I'm not taking this lightly. You know what I you know what I mean? Like that's fair. It's not I'm like saying, a, oh I suicide. Think, uh... That's funny. No, no. I think this book is a bit more well-intended, maybe, than a Jonathan Green, uh, Fault in Our Stars. Uh, I don't know. It's hard well, to I'm say. I'm not going to make that judgment yet without reading it. And I don't know if it is well-intended, because it very much re- it, like, just on the face of it, it feels like somebody read The Fault in Our Stars and started writing fanfic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. So... Uh, another one of these reviews, and it, it seems kind of cheap just reading other people's reviews to explain things. But I'm, I'm just trying to give you an idea. We haven't read uh, it so yet. So there's a girl whose so. name is a <laughs> there's a girl whose name is a color violet, and a boy whose name makes him sound like he bursts from the pages of a Dickens novel, Theodore French or Finch, and they're both super quirky, intelligent, and know the names of a bunch of dead poets. Well, then there's that whole death thing hanging over First the novel. First off, sounds exactly. Why like does it feel Green like I've read this but... before? I know it's so strange. It's like she took fault in their stars, swapped cancer with suicide, just gave it a new paint job. It's uh, a little weird, honestly. <laughs> it just comes off as disingenuous in every single way. So it's perfect for us. So uh, let's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think this is going to be a good time. I think we're going to find out a lot about? as we start to work through it. 
know, you can make all these accusations prior to reading the book or cracking it, but we really got to dive in, get to the meat of it before we really, we really decide whether or not this is a well-intended, maybe um, misled attempt at supporting and uh, comforting youth struggling with depression, or just a uh, cash grab, uh, cashing in on the trend of cichlid, or perhaps somewhere in between. Also, uh, I forgot to mention this too, another uh, parallel to Faulkner stories, uh, they live in Indiana. So, ah, well, Indiana I hatred see. coming up maybe? Uh, those yeah. large, rotund, sedentary, sedentary beans. beans. <laughs> so dumb. All right. So, uh, I have a sad story to tell you, McLean. Mm-hmm. Please do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recently moved, and uh, when I did, I changed my address, as, as you do. Okay. Uh, however, I have not gotten any mail at my new address yet. Mm-hmm. So, when I ordered this book, oh, I don't know, a few weeks ago... Uh, it has not come yet, and I'm getting a little. I have not gotten any mail yet. So, are you telling me somewhere that you in do the not uh, have the book? Somewhere in the uh, depths of the postal service, there is a book there with my name on it. So, hopefully, by the time we do the next episode, I'll have the book. Jake, I had my book out already. I was prepared to to really dive into this work. Oh, I'm sorry. This is just an intro episode. And you're I forgot telling to tell me. You. I, I'm really sorry. You're I'm telling sorry. me. I'm sorry. That you blame, don't, don't blame me. The blame the United States Postal Service. Ah, yes, the government. All I'm saying. You conspiracy theorists are all the same. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, folks, join us next time for uh, all the bright places. ATBP. I don't know. Hmm. Actually, hold on a second. I might be able to look at look inside on Amazon. Can I? Interesting. All the Bright Places by Jennifer Given. All the Bright Places. <laughs> this is great radio, I know. Alright, here it is. Oh, good, they have a look inside. Uh, this is so, so unprepared for this, guys. Uh, oh, well, we can go through the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the quotes, the uh, praise. Written on the inside. Oh, yes? I fell for Violet and Finch even before they fell for each other. This story will break your now, heart. Now, is, is Fell... Remind you what it means to be alive. Is Fell like a... Jennifer E. Like Smith, author of The Statistical anything, Probability or? of Love at First Sight. See, McLean, books aren't good unless they leave me with emotional trauma. Mm. <laughs> That's what I need in the book. Otherwise, I don't take him seriously. Give this to fans of Rainbow Rowell's Eleanor and Park. We should do that book. John Green's The Fault in Our Stars. Or, I haven't heard of this one, Jennifer Hubbard's The Secret Year. Mm. School Library Journal. Self Magazine. They're not saying this good. They're just saying this related to these books. Yes. Self Magazine asks me, have The Fault in Our Stars withdrawal? Pick up this heart-rending novel about a girl who vows to live with purpose (laughs) after bonding with a boy who plans to end his own life. I got the shakes bad, man. I just need another hit. I can stop Fault in Our Stars anytime I want. <laughs> I love this book. I love every wise, tough, true, funny, heartbreaking word. Karen Cushman. 
<laughs> Nivan's first novel for teen tackles a big topic with sensitivity, and teens will likely swoon over Finch and Violet's doomed oddball romance. I feel like <laughs> the these word reviews have already these, have these reviews have really already told me where this book is gonna go. I is it strange that I could just read through these and just apply them to literally any book, hmm. any book in this genre? Like, you could not tell if they were for, like, Fall on Their Stars or All the Bright Places or any one of those cancer-dying kid 13 Reasons Why books. All the Bright Places is a brave and beautiful love story. Violent and Finch hurt my heart, but I'm very glad I met them. Ginny Downham, author of Before I Die. Sounds like another uplifting book. I I suddenly just was struck with this theory that uh, no reviews are original and they just have a... uh, People just agree to this rotating list of uh, reviews. I'm like, oh, just type the review for me. I'll sign my name to it. Uh, funny, smart, and insightful. <laughs> ah, romantic and heartbreaking. So That's I'm my like... review. So let's let's do a little experiment here, McLean. All, All right. right, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch out a couple of words in these. I fell for Hazel and Augustus before they fell for each other. This story will break your heart and remind you what it means to be alive. Sounds identical to one another, except, of course... John Green's first novel for teens tackles a big topic with sensitivity, and teens will likely swoon over Hazel and Gus's doomed oddball romance. (laughs) Okay. Green has created a lovely and devastating romance, while also providing a realistic portrait of cancer, dually narrating Hazel and Gus are perfectly voiced. Oh, this is going to be dual narrated. Okay. Oh, oh boy. Okay. This is going to be like a, things. So it's going to be. The, so it's not a total ripoff. We're going to have no, a little no, bit no, of school no, no. in there where we're getting like different perspectives. This is a little Gordon Corman influence with schooled. Yeah. I'm liking it. I like, okay, I oh, you like more. it. I like this. Fault in Our Stars is a brave and beautiful love story. Gus and Hazel hurt my heart, but I'm very glad I met them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking. What if we played yeah. like some um, some like review adverbs here? Middle, just like blank out some uh, adjectives and nouns. Then uh, we could just insert them in randomly. Yeah. This is a work of fiction. All incidents and dialogue, and all characters, with the exception of the creators of the world's largest ball of paint and the Blue Flash and Blue Two roller coasters, are products of the author's imagination. Oh. I can't wait to see how that plays this into the book. Sound, I like this. This does sound John Green esque. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Oh, there's a quote from Ernest Hemingway on. <laughs> The world breaks everyone, and afterwards many are strong at the broken places. Ernest Hemingway, who committed suicide. <clears throat> Lovely. Let's look at the uh, back cover here. I flipped open to a random page. Uh, it oh, seems that they are go that far. almost oh, well. about to engage in intercourse and decide not to. That's a very well, very well written section there. McLean, McLean, McLean. They're they're a very chaste couple. They're gonna wait till like at least chapter eight. Unfortunately, they're not going to be able to wait till marriage, because, well, I won't get into that, but... Uh, McLean, let's start a betting pool now. On what page does uh, the guy die? Okay. Okay. Now, as you remember, uh, Augustus took, like, 200 pages to even realize he was sick. He and then, take, like, the cartoon yeah, but once that he realizes realized. he's off the edge of the uh, cliff, he immediately died. I think it was, like, 50 pages between announcing he had cancer and his death. I think it was a solid 50 pages. Taking that into consideration, uh, this looks like it goes on for a while. 
I'm going to say... I Don't cheat, McLean. Don't I'm cheat. I'm just kind of flipping through. I'm just kind of getting an idea for like, pick how a many page, pages are here. Pick a page, McLean. Hey, this isn't fair. I don't have the book of okay, okay, Just okay. pick a page, McLean. It looks like what there are, page does, there are what's a little less than 400 pages. What page pages. does Finch die on? I'm going to say Finch dies. Theodore. <laughs> like, well, like more than three-fourths of the way into the book. I'm going to say... Page number, McLean. 340. Three, really? Page 340? 340? Wow. Yeah. I'm taking 280. 280. You're going a little earlier. Okay. Yeah, I'm going a little earlier. Yeah, I feel like I, mean, uh, I feel like our boy's gonna gonna check out a little sooner. What could Violet possibly go on about be... for another hundred pages? Look, I have no idea. What did Hazel do after Gus died? She whined about stuff for a while, and I don't she know, whined about her remember. stuff for a while. Then the neck beard came back. Uh, then she was reminded well, yeah, that what, she was right and perfect a... all along. We might need to meet another drunk atheist. That's true. Another drunk uh, Jonathan Green character. <laughs> Was the the All right, folks. Well, this is uh, uh, if you'd like to put your own bets out there, uh, let us know. Well, <laughs> we'll. Uh, I think we have a uh, lot McLean, to look forward uh, next to. Next time it's we'll obvious. be back with. Oh, should we? What? How much should we read for the first part? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this. I want to get to uh What does this look like to you? Two? Like four episodes, oh, yeah. maybe? Never mind. Um, like four yeah, episodes I think four you? episodes, probably. So maybe like the first hundred Yeah, pages. so let's read the first, like, fourth of it. I don't know. I don't know how many of this, because I don't have the book in front of me. Super prepared, like uh, I said. I think All page right, so, 108 uh, until next time. we should probably... Okie dokie, first hundred pages, yeah. yeah. Uh, until next time, let's uh, let's let's depart with these words from the back cover to remind us what what this book is while we read it. Uh, romantic and heartbreaking, uh, heart wrenching, deeply personal. A do not miss, moving, brave and beautiful, wise, tough, true. Uh, adjective, 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 right. adjective, 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 adjective. Now with that adjective. out of the way, Jake. I'm See you gonna, later, folks. For next week, I'm gonna prepare some uh, praise blurb. Uh, ad libs, mad libs. So, <laughs> mad libs. Be prepared okay. for that. 